Welcome to the What If I Fly podcast. My name is Chloe Megan. I'm a registered nurse, mom, certified personal trainer, and your new bestie when it comes to all things personal development, leadership, business, health, and fitness. I'm obsessed with helping you live authentically and lead fearlessly. I'm going to teach you how to address challenges with confidence, thrive outside of your comfort zone, chase your dreams, and crush your goals, even if it means doing it scared. You already have everything required to soar. All you need is a little push, and I'm calling first dibs. Let's get started. Welcome back, frequent flyers. Thanks for joining me again for another episode. I think I wanted to start today's topic with the fact that I was working outside and I stepped on a wasp and it hurt like a mother. And now my foot's over here looking like the Michelin man because it's all swollen. Yeah, that was pretty much how my morning started. But I was trying to get some stuff done outside and then hop in here and record this podcast. But I was a little bit delayed trying to nurse myself back to health. It's like right underneath my big toe. So it's a very convenient place to step on a wasp. I didn't even know that that was a thing. And I love walking outside and not having shoes on and that whole grounding energy experience. But I think I'm going to have to stick with my flip-flops outside from now on because yeah, that hurt. Felt like a mixture of glass and a thorn. So super fun. But outside of that, I just wanted to get right into the topic. So today we're going to be talking about choosing you and the aftermath of your choices. And this whole topic came about because I haven't really shared it anywhere, but I am trying to be more in a cutting phase right now. For the wedding, I had lost 15 pounds in three months and I was super happy. And then once the wedding happened and the honeymoon, I just kind of was like, I'm living my life, doing my own thing, trying to be in maintenance, but not really tracking my macros just because I needed a break. And I've been back and forth just trying to figure out where I'm at and where I'm trying to go and just sort of enjoying the moment, being married and all that beautiful stuff. But I have been trying to, I've been more mindful about what I'm consuming as I work myself back into a cutting phase. I don't really like to cold turkey it if I can help it because that just encourages more of a a binge eating kind of situation. So yeah, my favorite order at Chick-fil-A is probably the spicy chicken sandwich meal with extra pickles and waffle fries and a sweet tea. Sometimes I get the mac and cheese. Sometimes I get the chocolate milkshake. And the thing about food is that there is no good or bad food. Depending on what your goals are at the time, if something fits your macros, and when you're talking about macros, you're talking about macronutrients, so protein, carbs, and fat. Depending on what your goal is, whether you are bulking, whether you're cutting, whether you're in maintenance maintenance phase, that's going to determine your macros. And really, the number of calories that you are consuming should be really close to that. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it should be pretty close. And I haven't really been tracking my macros. I've just kind of been sort of kind of trying to make better choices. And I really don't like the black and white of eating because that just 
precipitates a eating disorder or disordered eating relationship with food kind of environment, especially for me and having battled with anorexia when I was probably like 14, I think I was consuming maybe 200 calories. And I mean, I think I only sustained that for about a month, but I had no idea, you know, all this information that's out there. It's was very eating those kinds of foods are fine. That's totally fine. If you would have a spicy chicken sandwich meal with all this stuff, that's fine. If that's within your goals. And obviously it shouldn't be every single day. Anything that you do too often can be bad for you. Certain fruits and vegetables that you eat too much, fruits still have fructose and it's still going to make your, your blood sugar spike. And, you know, just anything that you take out of proportion, anything that you overdo can end up having a bad effect on your body. So I'm going through the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A and I'm saying to myself, these are my choices. I know that I'm trying to eat food that has more nutrition, not good food, not bad food. I'm trying to make healthier choices because that is what is aligning with my goals in this moment. And I've already had the last six months to kind of do whatever I want to do. And especially when you work in the hospital as a nurse, there really is no limit to, uh, you have to have a lot of self-discipline to be in the hospital because more times than not, you're barely even getting a chance to sit down. You're being on your feet for 12 to 13 hours. You're starving. You've barely had water. I was lucky if I got to eat once a day and I'd always try to pack things and be prepared and have little snacks, but that only goes so far. You end up ordering food. So I said to myself, I've already had that time period of just doing whatever I want to do. What is aligning with my goals and what I'm trying to accomplish right now? Is it going to be ordering the grilled chicken with the kale salad on the side and doing a half and half tea instead of a sweet tea? Or is it getting my regular order? And in that moment, it really hit me that this doesn't just happen in the drive-thru. This is happening multiple times during the day. And I've heard so many times, obviously, that decision fatigue is a real thing. You make so many decisions every single day, thousands of decisions. By the end of the day, you're just completely worn out. You don't even want to make any more decisions. That's why being prepared when you do have any amount of goals is so important because you're more likely to stick with those habits and those systems that are going to help you achieve those goals. So I said to myself, I need to do the grilled chicken and the kale salad and the half and half tea because I have goals and aspirations that don't involve the way that I'm going to feel not only about myself, but the way that my body feels after I eat something that's so fried and so overly processed and it was interesting because I made that choice and I felt so good. I felt like I had made a decision that aligned with who I was trying to become. And not only that, but I, my body rewarded itself with feeling accomplished, feeling like I achieved something, knowing that I was staying disciplined and I was able to trust myself because even though at this point in my journey, I have not written down set goals for moving into this cutting phase. It's just kind of there. I've been really loosely tracking my macros through my fitness pal. 
I was so proud of myself for being able to say that I had made that decision in that moment and then I stuck with it. And so when I go back to saying that we encounter those choices, whether or not we're going to go shopping and spend all that extra money when we're really trying to cut back on our, our spending habits and improve our finances, am I going to direct that money towards shopping or am I going to invest it? Am I going to save it? What are my bigger picture goals? If I want to go for an, a run, for instance, there's a choice there. Am I going to go for the run or am I going to sit on the couch and watch Netflix? Every day you're hit with so many choices. Am I going to spend time with my kid? She really wants to color with me or am I just going to keep laying here on my phone? Or it doesn't have to be a positive or a negative type scenario. You could be choosing to read your book, which is part of your self-care and part of filling your cup rather than spending time with her or the list could go on and on. The point is that deciding to choose you, whatever that looks like, is so crucial to your development. And you're going to be hit with these choices because life happens. Things happen. When you're talking about productivity and improving the way that you get things done and being organized, you could have in your mind, okay, I have a list of tasks that need to be completed today. This is exactly how it's going to go. It's all written out. It's planned strategically. And then your aunt calls. She seems to think that it's important to talk about what your cousin is doing. All of a sudden, two hours is gone, and now you have to go get your child from daycare or school, and you just miss out on an opportunity when you had plenty of energy, you had plenty of time. It's all gone now. Making those choices align with what it is you're trying to accomplish and who you are voting for you and choosing you, it's so important to have that in the back of your mind and to remember and to know I have power over those choices and there's going to be an aftermath to your choices. Everything is like a domino effect. One choice will lead to another. So today our conversation is going to be all about choices. And when you make a choice, you could be saying to yourself, yikes, I made another bad choice. What does making a bad choice even mean? Let me spell it out for you. The choices that we make throughout our lives have a significant impact on who we become. Every single decision that we make, whether it's big or small, shapes our personality, our attitude, and our lifestyle. For instance, choosing to work hard and pursue your dreams can lead you to success while choosing to slack off, make excuses, procrastinate. It eventually leads to us just giving up and feeling like a failure and a constant state of feeling stuck. Now, failures do lead to lessons, so we can't always be upset when we fail at something. But you'll just use that as a crutch. One door closes, another opens. But it's important to discuss the aftermath of your choices and how you can choose to vote for the person you're wanting to become. Some choices will be good and some not so much. But what it's really all about is what you learn along the way. And you guys know that I love quotes. So I'm throwing this one in here that I found. It's by Viktor Frankl. It says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. So when you're making choices, you have power over those. 
there's a few different areas where your choices are really having an impact on who you're becoming and when it comes down to choosing you. So to start with, number one is going to be choosing your environment. And I want you to think of relationships, friendships, even where you work. Are you choosing to subject yourself to an environment that is toxic, demoralizing, and draining? Or is it one that's nurturing, supportive, and facilitating your growth? You'll never be able to control how people think or feel. So start taking action in areas that you can control by making your circle smaller. Quality is much more important over quantity. Choosing to surround ourselves with positive and supportive people can boost our confidence and our well-being. While choosing to associate with negative and toxic individuals, obviously that's going to have a super emotionally and mentally draining effect on our bodies. Choices also affect our character development. Making ethical and moral choices can shape us in individuals with strong values and strong principles. On the other hand, making unethical and immoral choices leads us down a path of being dishonest and deceitful. It's just as important that we are honest with ourselves as it is to be honest with other people. Choices impact our relationship with others. Choosing to forgive and let go of grudges actually leads us to a healthy and fulfilling relationship with that person. While choosing to hold on to any resentment and anger just creates tension and conflict between us. Choosing to communicate effectively and listen actively strengthens our relationships, while choosing to avoid communication or use hurtful language can damage them. You really need to just cut off people that are taking more than they're giving. And I've even had to do that in my own life. It's actually a really freeing type of feeling. Just knowing that I made that choice. And growing up and being a people pleaser and feeling like being used as a doormat was kind of my job and that was my place. Just knowing that I'm actually a grown adult and I don't have to choose that was super empowering. I could see how that took effect in other areas of my life because I no longer had to put up with a quality standard that did not align with who I was. I don't want to feel like garbage after I interact with you. If you're super draining and you only want to talk about yourself or toxic situations or be negative, then I'm not going to have you around. I deserve better than that. I don't want to be treated that way because I would not treat somebody else that way. And if I did, I'd hope that they would come to me and be open and communicate. And you know, this cutting off could be after communicating with them, letting them know, hey, I have these boundaries. I'm not going to be treated that way. And then they're still doing it. Yeah, you need to kick them to the curb. So put that time back into yourself. And one major indicator that someone is ready for that status is that they habitually let you down. Canceling plans last minute, living a lifestyle that doesn't align with your own values or morals, spending their time with you, gossiping about others, or always seeing life through a negative lens. If you feel depleted trying to win the rat race of being friends with Karen, it's probably time to say adios. Number two is going to be choosing your health. So you know all these things. Drink half your body weight in ounces of water. Take your vitamins. Start your day with natural sunlight. No phones within an hour of bedtime. Figure out your macros. Eat plenty of protein. Drink your greens. Remember electrolytes. Exercise three times a week. Shall I continue? 
Now, we know all these things, but yet nearly 43% of Americans struggle to find the motivation to exercise. And that's nuts. Half of us are just like, eh, probably not. And then we don't even try. With the overwhelming surplus of information out there, though, is it any surprise that so many people are struggling? Choosing your health may seem trivial or like you're trying to drink out of a water hose, but fear not. It should feel like the easiest decision you make all day long. I listed some basic health tips at the beginning of the paragraph because as a certified personal trainer and a nurse, I say these things constantly. I say these things on repeat, but what if you just started with one? You choose to get up with just one of the things I listed. You choose to keep up with just one of the things I listed out. And once that has become an easy part of your day, you pick something else. Connect that health choice to something you like to do already. AKA, it's called habit stacking. For example, I wake up, I drink some lemon water, I take my vitamins, which is my new habit. Then I brush my teeth. Eventually, you add on starting your day with protein. Instead of a bagel with cream cheese, because you know that's going to make your insulin spike, leading to a blood sugar crash around 10 a.m., leaving you feeling hungry, groggy, and cranky. Choosing your health is the most powerful choice that you have. Choosing to get eight hours of sleep, choosing to drink enough water. Take back your control over those choices, because they were always meant to be yours. Your health is important, and I can promise you, from the things that I've seen that you don't want to spend your life suffering with some sort of chronic illness because that's absolutely awful and people do not want to suffer. So take back that control, choose your health and watch it just totally elevate your life. So number three is going to be, and this is honestly, even though choosing your health is super important, this is my favorite because I feel like it really represents things that I'm crazy enough to do. So choosing the risks. Choices affect our personal growth and our development. Choosing to learn new skills and knowledge can expand our horizons and boost our self-esteem. While choosing to remain stagnant, complacent can hinder our progress. You have to put yourself out there. You have to learn that new language that you keep talking about learning. Take that class on digital marketing Take that cooking class, go learn about photography, go up in a hot air balloon, do a skydiving lesson, do indoor skydiving, do, it doesn't matter. Choose something. Choosing to embrace challenges and take risks can help us overcome our fears and achieve our goals, while choosing to play it safe and avoid risk can lead to missed opportunities and regret. You only get this one life. Why not choose to live it to the fullest. And this doesn't mean taking up a new hobby and bungee jumping or skydiving. While those do sound fun to at least me, which I know that I just said skydiving, but if you are crazy like me and you do want to skydive, then go do that thing, girl, because it'll be a lot of fun. You don't have to be that extreme, though. It can be something so small, so little, just choosing to take even the smallest risks leads to you believing in yourself and trusting the process and pushing yourself through those limiting beliefs. I'm really talking mostly about pushing yourself so that you can see what you're made of. Getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Doing shit even though you're scared. 
How many TikTok montages do you need to see of people ditch their awful nine to five and abusive relationships to go find themselves in the work that inspires them most? How awesome is that? That they just chose to take the risk and they went for it. Choosing to take the risks that scare you the most while understanding that you might fall, honestly, just flat on your face is the most invigorating feeling that not many are willing to experience. But the ones that do, they're thriving, they're growing, they're inspiring, they're doing the work that needs to be done. So you need to ask yourself, is that going to be you? Number four, and this is our final one, choosing you. Overall, The choices we make have a significant impact on who we become. What you choose to allow in your life teaches others how they are allowed to treat you. And it's important to make conscious and thoughtful decisions that align with our values, our goals, our aspirations. By doing so, we can lead fulfilling and meaningful lives and become the best versions of ourselves. Hold yourself accountable and choose you. And this isn't some like narcissistic, self-centered manifesto is finally realizing that only you have the power to become who you want to be and it's through your choices. You won't always make the right choices. That's something that you have to accept, but at least you make a choice. Choosing not to do something is still a choice. Don't just mindlessly float through life letting everything around you determine what you become. Take action, be vulnerable, live with intention, and don't take crap from other people or yourself. And start learning in so many ways that you can choose you. Choices are your actions. I'm going to say that again. Your choices are your actions. And that's why they count. That is you taking action. You're no longer just sitting on the sidelines and you're actively becoming a participant in your own life. And another thing, when you are making your choices, stop feeling bad and guilty and loathing about the choices that you do make. Just take some responsibility and some accountability for your choices and say, you know what? I effed up. I made this choice. It didn't align with my goals. It's not who I'm choosing to become. That's just what it is. And just accept it and move on. Don't let it linger and end up leading into other bad choices. Let yesterday be yesterday and let today be today because each day holds its own challenges and its own anxieties. You don't want to get so overwhelmed by an accumulation of compounded bad choices that you let it completely stall your progress. And I don't feel sorry for you. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. Shake it off wash your face and get out there and start something new. Make a better choice. Write out, like I talk about in every single episode, write out who it is that you're trying to become. What does that look like? Write out your goals. Write out your your SMART goals. And if the choices that you're making within your system when you're creating these habits isn't lining up, then that's on you. Suck it up, buttercup. Don't complain about the results that you're not getting from the work that you won't do. It's time to stop crying and feeling depressed and feeling so caught up in the misery that is your own choices. You made those choices and you're a grown-ass woman, but guess what? What that means is that because you were fully capable of making ones that 
make you feel like crap, you are completely and 100% capable of making the great ones that are going to leave you feeling filled, that are going to leave you feeling like you actually fulfilled yourself in a positive way, that you actually mark something off your checklist, that you're taking those little baby steps moving towards that future person that you're trying to become. And that is where progress lies. And progress equals happiness. Working towards those goals and struggling and and at least putting in the effort, that's where you're going to find all of your happiness because it's all those little tiny bite-sized pieces of the good and the bad that leads you onto this journey that is life. And we're all on it. Nobody's perfect because you're going to mess up. Things aren't going to be perfect. But if you're not even trying because you're just still in the past living in those moments and deciding that what your heart and your your brain and every part of your body is telling you that you need to be doing, you need to be changing, you need to stop drinking, stop smoking, stop sleeping with that person that always breaks your heart, whatever it looks like. Stop spending that money on that thing that you really don't need. Start living with intention and with purpose and watch how that completely will transform your life. So like I do on every episode, I want to ask you guys an ending question. And that is, what is one choice that you keep making that leads you to feel guilty, shameful, or full of regret. Because within that, you know better. What is that choice? The reason that you're feeling that way, that vulnerability and that shame, is because at some point in your brain, you had also decided that something else, another decision was going to be better for you, that that other choice was going to be better, and that it was going to better align with the best version of yourself, the most authentic version of yourself, and you keep breaking that promise. And it's leading you to feel like crap and to feel guilty and regretful and shameful. So what is that choice? What does it feel like? What does it look like? Write it out. What did you think about that question? What did you answer it with? Like, let's have a conversation about it. And if you haven't already, you need to join the Frequent Flyers Club group, the podcast group on Facebook. Just look it up, Frequent Flyers Club. It should say, what if I fly podcast? We've already got a few members in there. And I would love for you guys to get in there and answer these questions and collaborate and support one another. I can't wait to watch it grow because I know it is because... Women supporting women is the absolute best thing. It's what fires me up. It makes me feel alive. I hope that you guys would join. It's so exciting. So thank you guys so much again for listening today. Honestly, my hope is that you're able to take something away from this podcast in the sense of knowing how choosing your environment, choosing your health, choosing your risks, and then finally choosing you, how that all plays in together on who you are becoming. Take back your power of choice and choose you. Remember to be intentional, be brave, be bold, and ask yourself, what if I fly? Bye. If you loved what you listened to here, leave a review. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you never miss out on new podcast episodes. Until next time.